and say, God, use me. He will use you to win your campus and your generation of students for you right there for him and his glory right there on your campus because he's looking for it. There is no plan B. You are plan A. And if you have a desire, if you think about how Anytime you think about people lost, saved, that's the Holy Spirit. Let me just encourage you. Take the gifts God's given you. Use them for His glory. And God's going to add people beside you and under you to give you strength. You think you're the only one, but you're not. There's more like you. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the First Party Podcast. My name is Brad Skelling. Here with my friend, Steve Jericho. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. How's it going, Steve? Good, man. You? I'm doing well. Good. Doing well. Good. We are, uh, as of this recording, heading to Cincinnati Let's as of the release of this recording. go right now. It is Thanksgiving week. Oh, it is. It is. Two weeks from now. Are you, are you guys a turkey family? What do you do? Yes. Yes. We head down to Georgia. Erica's sister and family lives down there. Oh, you head south. He is a turkey roaster air fry kind of guy he's been for years before it was the air fryer stuff was a fad nice so it's nice. good yeah we're in all the above family oh what does that mean there's chicken there's turkey there's ham there's all those things if we're with family if we're not with family then we choose one okay yeah that sounds fun i'm not good at turkey so if we're just us i'd probably choose something else erica bought two turkeys already so i'm cooking <laughs> one next week and one whenever else she pulls <laughs> it out of the freezer <laughs> I guess you have tasks ahead. I have tasks ahead. It's cheap meat. I mean, it is. What do you do? It's good. Why not? What we got on the show today? Uh, we have JD Simpson on the show today. I like him. That First guy's party all right. director, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah, that guy's all right. He's been on a few times, but uh, I think we're going to get to know him again. Yep. Oh, this is my interview. This is your interview at from National Paul Conference. Conference. Yep. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Sit down, chat. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you want story time? Sure. So good news. It's middle of the week for us locally. Yeah. It's middle of the week for everybody at this point. We're mm-hmm. recording. Funny. Um, ha. It's Monday for exactly, the day. Exactly. Um, but it's middle of the week for us on invite week locally. Okay. And we have had 11 kids already come to Christ. Nice. Half at middle school, half at high school. Just been in a banner week for clubs. We also have another club uh, that's in Jacob Sharp's area. Okay. It's not that old. Like it's a first year club mm-hmm. and they started in one room, outgrew that from their seven leaders Yep. and they are now in the library. And I got a picture of their group in the library yesterday and it literally is the whole stinking library with kids training one another on how to share the gospel with their peers. That's awesome. It's bonkers. I love it. So those are two good stories for us locally. We're pretty pumped. As you should be pumped. Yeah. That is amazing. It's cool. I think we'll talk some more about reporting and stories here at the end of Great. after we talk to JD. But um, one of the announcements I wanted to make, uh, if you're watching on YouTube today, you'll notice that I'm wearing a shirt with the four on it. Oh, look at that. Uh, because we launched a a new section of our online store. Oh. We, we talked about that quite a bit at the fall conference. I okay. had some first party shoes on. Okay. Um, the first first party jean jacket just got delivered yesterday. <laughs> right. That's the awesome. 80s are back. I That's think. awesome. Um, and so we're doing some print-on-demand things, just some one-offs Good. that you can get on there. Um, it's not as cheap as buying in bulk, but um, I think there's even a first-party fanny pack on there. So uh, just expanding our horizons, doing some new things. Nice. And uh, if you want to go and check that out, it's in the new release tab of the first-party store. Awesome, awesome. And yeah. first-party store is just found at firstparty.club? Firstparty.club. You can yeah. scroll to the bottom, click online store, 
there's a new release section in there. Good job. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Can I blame that one on Tayana again? Um, that's a Grace project. Oh, Grace. Good job, Grace. Brazilian. Way to go, Texas. Our Brazilian counterpart. That's, that's awesome. That's Kenley. You need to get to know the people in the office. Way to go, Kenley. <laughs> You're missing Janice and Christina. You want to come? Way to go, Janice and Christina. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, <laughs> uh, before this goes any further downhill, should we get into your conversation with JD? Yes, I will just say that it was excellent. Well, thank you for saying that. They're going to enjoy it. Good. I have nothing to do with the text. I don't it's think just, they're enjoying this. No, so can they're we get on? just laughing their heads off. <laughs> can so. we get on with the interview? Let's go then. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. My name is Steve Cherico. Glad to have you here with us today. Welcome. Glad to be here. That's a familiar face. Scary, scary face. No, not at all. JD, glad you're here, man. Welcome. Man, glad to be here. How was your trip over? Awesome. Yeah. Did you drive or fly? Drove. Okay. And uh, solo or passenger? Had Micah Husser from Jones County. Oh, there you go. All right. We'll talk about that in a minute. J JD, there are a number of people that watch this or listen to it that are familiar with your story. But for the few that are on here that may not be, why don't you tell everybody who you are, where you're from, what the Lord's up to with first part in your area, all that fun stuff. Awesome. J.D. Simpson, uh, Executive Director of uh, First Party of South Mississippi. Actually, our 25th year. Congratulations. Thank That's you, Jesus. Awesome. Thank you, God. Yep. Hard to believe. People can say they knew me when I had hair. So that's a long time. Uh, been in ministry, served a local church for almost 16 years uh, from Louisiana. I had a guy named Benny Prophet come through trying to tell us about this thing called uh, campus ministry. Wrote on a napkin, this is what you need to do. Uh, it was about four phone books this thick on the four weeks. Uh-huh. And I said, man, I don't know if I can do that. And then about a couple of years later, we ran to him at another conference, at another conference. And before we knew it, God opened the door in Hattiesburg and stepped out in August of 1999, yep. left the church in Clinton and came to Hattiesburg, Mississippi to launch First Priority with uh, four schools. And uh, right now, post-COVID, we were up to about 70, but we're like back in 50-plus schools covering yeah. seven counties. We call yeah. it South Mississippi. And God's been awesome. Uh, we have changed uh, originally from fish, axe to fish. Axe to fish, correct. To, to hope. So we've seen the whole cycle. They're all awesome. It's never changed or wavered from being student-led and student-initiated and to see what God does when a group of people from uh, his body of believers called the church come together in a community to launch. It's phenomenal. And I can say that uh, I have not been uh, bored one millisecond. Yeah, that's good. So you did not talk about what we were talking about the hallway a minute ago. Tell us about family. Awesome. Got uh, I had one child. We were had one child. I have four now when we started first party. So mm -hmm. you can do that. Uh, my oldest is 26. The youngest is 16. I've got two boys, two girls, uh, boy, girl, boy, girl, three, two are out of college pursuing uh, medical venues. And the third is in college at Mississippi State. And the fourth, the uh, high school softball fast pitch at Old Grove High School. I was just going to ask about your softball stud chip fall season. Uh, somewhat, yeah, it was more showcase. So showcase okay. softball is, you uh, you compete, but you don't compete. You just show, you show your skills, you meet coaches. And that's been good to see her mature and being able to articulate who she is to, uh, college coaches. That's good. So 25 years in, let's go back to hub city, shall we? Let's take it back to exactly. I'm going to take you way back. Right. All right. So talk to us a little bit about going from four schools 
to the years following where you're moving up to maybe 15 schools. And then talk to us about the multiplication process. How did you walk that out and how did you empower people to do so? If uh, more advice looking back, yep. saying, okay, what would I do differently? Yep. And I was uh, familiar with Chris Lane. So with Chris Lane would always get in the room and tell me how many schools he had. So I said, let me see if I can get as many schools yeah. as him. Yeah. And the next time we get together, it wasn't a competition, but it was like, man, the more schools we get involved, the more students we get involved in First Party, the more people we're going to see come to Christ. That's right. And uh, through this thing, God blessed us with called First Priority. Uh, so we launched, I was in the area there, had been there, served almost eight years as a local student pastor. And uh, so I had familiarity with all the schools. They knew mm -hmm. me, had credibility with who I am. Got it. So when we, we launched First Priority, they knew it had something to do with God and Jesus and we trust you. So tell yeah. us how it's legal. Yeah. And so we did the first uh, four schools. And before that, everybody's knocking, saying, okay, we hear what's happening you know, across the river, across the county, can you come? Can you come? Didn't have all the things we have now, the protocol to how you launch and how you do yeah. that. You'll learn on podcasts. Yeah. It was just me talking to Chris yeah. or me talking to Cherico or yeah. Mark, yeah. Uh, talking to somebody about how we do this thing and how you doing it there. Yep. So the, how we launched it, uh, we'd say, okay, can you wait? So we'd have an initial meeting in the community with the uh, church leadership, just like we do today and say, okay, this is first priority. This is what we need from you. And they'd say, when can we start? Yeah. And so we'd have a training date, and we train them on the acts, on how to implement it on their campus. And then we would walk them through that, make sure they knew how to do it, and then we would go to the next school. Uh, I would say within two years, we were we were already in 15 schools. Because mm. there are, uh, I'm trying to think, just within the first, just within three counties right there, there's probably 25 or 30 schools. Yeah. And it wasn't long. I'd say within the first three or four years, we were in every school. Hmm. So reality is you had to build a base before you made a decision to launch in a territory because there were probably more asks than there were yeses at that point. They were a lot more wanting to get it. And some, some of them would come and peek and come look at us and like, okay, can we come to that training? And, and they would go and, and try to launch it without being trained. That's why I said we learned. And I'd find out, so okay, maybe they'll be okay. No, that's where my headaches came from. Yeah. Did you have a training? Did you get plugged in? Who trained you? Yeah. And it wasn't anybody from our team that did it. So we go, okay, this is what we need to do. We need to take some step backwards. We need to make sure we're all knowing how to do acts and how to how each week of the cycle works. And have, have you, uh, just a simple thing, have you gotten faculty sponsors? Mm -hmm. Have you have you talked to administration? Have you talked to the superintendent of this school district? Say, hey, we're coming. Yeah. Just, a, just a knock on the door, have a friendly conversation, said, well, I'm not launching this. It's students who wanted to launch this on, in, the, in your area. Let me tell you what it is. And that, that, that were the, the, the fires we had to go back and put out or rekindle because we didn't do it the right way like we're doing now. Yeah, it's good. You talked to, uh, just briefly about the public pause that happened to all of us a couple of years ago, right? Where we all had to hit pause and reset and so many good things came out of that in the midst of terrible things globally, right? But in the midst of that pause, as you began to relaunch, what, what, what reset well for you guys? Because you, you were in 70, you're now in 50, but I would say your effectiveness in 50 is probably up. What, what, what resets really helped you in the last couple of years? Man, I tell you, it was a God thing. The, 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 we have had, I tell everybody, I said, how are you doing? I said, I'm almost scared to say it because post-COVID, we are better 
equipped, better trained, better led than we ever were pre-COVID. Yeah. And because we were intentional on, okay, getting all our ducks in a row, everything yeah. that we need to do to get it relaunched in a campus. Yeah. And we put the brakes on, said, no, we're, let's just wait. Let's give it one more month. It's been, y'all can wait two more months. Yeah. And that was, that was the secret sauce, I would say, is uh, let's make sure we got everything to right and do it right before we launch just yep. because you had it. And the second thing was students were really hungry for leadership. And where we thought we were going to be weak on a lot of our middle school, we have big middle school meetings. I mean, mm. there's some of our campuses that run 200 to 300 Good students. Night. And I'm like, how are we going to do this? And so we have some new youth pastors coming on, new to first priority. And I said, guys, it's going to work because the app we have, the, uh, the, the information we have, the way for them to, to do the strategy, if they just read it, I mean, I've seen it just read. Yep. It works. Yeah. And uh, oh, you can't get junior how to do that. I'm just like, no, watch this. And yeah. boom, it'd be 15 or 20 kids want to be on a leadership for E-Week, for P-Week or I-Week or, or C-Week and, and just, just get out of their way. And that just recently, we had a brand new youth guy, one of our largest churches in the area was kind of like, you know, kind of, oh, let me do this kind of, how, how does this actually work? And he was kind of being the pessimist in the group. And he was just so like, this is crazy. I said, yeah, if we'll get out of the way, yeah. let the students take control of their club and they'll do it. So it's, it's, it's one of those things. I, I have seen us uh, better health as far as leadership on the student level, on the uh, faculty level. And then uh, being able to communicate and have the, the open highway or, or, or traffic for us to know information post-COVID than pre-COVID. Yeah, I, the Bible talks about Selah, right? It's the word that's not a word. It's a note uh, in yeah. the Psalms, right? And the idea of that holy pause thing that goes on. And we all got a Selah. Some of us took advantage of it. Some of, us, some of us didn't bring clarity. Some we, of us just yeah, We were scared it, there, what right? we're going to do. But that uh -huh. was uh, the Zoom. Zoom was phenomenal. Everybody knows how to do Zoom now. Yeah, that yeah. still still worked. And group me's. The group yeah. me that came mm -hmm. up and whatever uh, what's app, whatever they use to talk amongst themselves to get organized. Yeah. My daughter is on the leadership team for a local high school, and she lets me know what's dad. They need this. And I said, well, tell the campus coach. You know, yeah. he goes to our oh, church. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. the same church. But I said, I'm not the campus coach. Tell him. Yeah. But what's another story that's going on inside your area right now? Well, there's several. I'm trying to think. Uh, got a, a young man that's uh, just really, we didn't know what kind of leader he was going to be. We, you know, he's, he's from a, uh, a smaller church. And to see him uh, uh, come out of his nutshell, when I say uh, I, every youth pastor, every first priority needs a Reagan Willis. Okay. A Reagan Willis, uh, you know, he's a senior now, but as he stands in the hallway as they come off the bus mm. and he looks at every every person that comes by, he's either go to the cafeteria or go to the hallway or come to first priority. Yeah. And he says, get your Jesus today. We're going to have Jesus in first priority. And he puts <laughs> his arm around and walks some of them into the gym mm -hmm. where they can go sit down and he'll walk out with one or two of them. Uh -huh. and, and, he'll, and it's like he oozes... Uh, the, the his passion is sincere, yep. and when he walks into the room, he plays on the football team, and he's you know they'll say, "Hey, I'm sorry, I used this word in front of you." So it's it's the salt and light having influence yeah. on his culture. Yeah. But to see him, uh, the the ROTC people, the ROTC people, mm -hmm. meet out there to greet their people, where uh -huh. we're what we're observing, and she said, you know, she says, "I've never seen a young man like this. I've mm -hmm. never seen a young man like this ever." I said, "It's a once in a lifetime guy." Yeah, but uh, shout out to Reagan. Uh, God's got big things for him. He had 
a lot to overcome uh, inside his family and some other issues that you would never known the struggle that Satan was trying to, to steal his joy and rob him. And he, he let the Holy Spirit, he let with the gift that God gave him. And he really wants to see the hope of Christ taken to every student on his campus. And he literally says that every Tuesday morning so when he looks him in the eye. So good. Mm. Love it. All right. So a couple more just little things. So let's talk about a leader. Um, you talked about the yeah, the gentleman from the larger church who was, you know, just kind of moved by the fact that the middle schoolers were taking over the club, right? He was moved by it. Tell me about a leader who maybe wasn't a skeptic, but who was all in on the front end. And then you had to kind of bring them back in because they were like, wait a minute, I don't know if I have the time or the bandwidth or tell me about a success story with a leader. Or maybe you've got one. You're like, ah, actually, we had to say you're done. Well, I've really hadn't had any of those from my youth pastor types. Good. You know, I call I call them Big K, Little K. Uh, big Big K is like when Benny comes, Benny Prophet shared. Your 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 radar goes up because you're thinking kingdom. Kingdom. And yep. God just pays me to be at XYZ Baptist Church as on staff. Yeah. But I'm here for the city. That's always been my 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 DNA. I'm yep. called to serve the city. This church happens to pay my salary, and when they give you acclimates for you know, in whatever denomination for leading kids to Christ. I always, I took, a, I got a lot of those uh, in my history serving. I was in New Orleans for five and a half years. Oh. And the, the Louisiana Baptist Convention wanted to give me this, you know, like, man, y'all are, I said, man, I'm failing. I am literally failing. Y'all giving me wards, yeah. you know. So I, I kind of looked through that lens when I look at Big K or Little K. Little K is how is it going to help me at my local church? Yeah. You know, is that going to have X, Y, Z? Are they going to come to my church? So to, to help you with that, I had a guy who was helping at a middle school, and he really wanted to see kids come to his church from from the middle school. Sure. And I said, well, it's, it's we say we're the we're the you know the, should be the greatest outreach tool for you. Yeah. And he came apologized because he said it's a, been a wave of kids. And it's not that he got up there and said, hey, I'm the youth pastor yeah. at XYZ no, yeah. Church. He just was available. He was there. He served, he, he was from the background yeah. and little by little, and not a big personality, not a big in front of the camera, big microphone guy, but he just loved yeah. on kids. And, and after about six or eight months, he said, I gotta apologize, man. I, I've got 18 kids showing up. Mm. I don't know. And I asked Praise him where they go. They went to this school that I'm actually the campus coach yeah. at. And there's his success story yeah. that uh, he came in kind of looking like, I don't know if this works. Yeah. And he said, I got to apologize because I'm not even doing anything. So, yeah, that's good. Well, a lot of those. We've said the gospel works, right? You know, we've said it over and over again. You know, my favorite life verse, 1 Peter 4 8b, love covers a multitude of sins. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just know I need Jesus. I'm desperately every day because JD's life is just would be horrendous. But my sin is not your sin. Yeah. And I can't point a finger at anybody. Yeah. But if I love you where you are, and you'll see that I love you because of who loves me. That that overcomes a lot of obstacles, no matter what our culture is going through right now. Yeah. And when they see that and they know that and feel that, they respond to it. That's what we call the gospel, the good news. All right. So I'm going to give you one last setup. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. So every once in a while we have, there's three layers of, of uh, listener and viewer on the vidcast, right? Layer one is the staff that you're going to spend the time with here at the national conference, right? That's layer one. Layer two is the campus coaches that are out in the field, but they, they have lots of buy-in. You've got a couple of those, right? And then layer three is that student leader that is a sophomore, junior, or senior that is so hungry that they're gravitating to every bit of information they can grab, right? And so thinking about that sophomore, that believes God has called them to their campus. They're fairly new to first priority. They can't be more than a year and a few months, right? 
look them in the eye and remind them for me that God has put them on that campus. Man, this is this is your time to shine. It's going to go by fast. It's going to go by faster than you think. That man, I'm only a sophomore, and uh, I, I, my favorite age to teach or lead anywhere when I go to a camp is your age group because mm -hmm. it's wide road, narrow road. You just got your driver's license, yeah, you know, and you've chosen the narrow path, and you're screaming, "Come with me!" And here is a tool God's given you the opportunity that if you'll be like Reagan, I just talked about, if you'll stand in the gap and say, God, use me, he will use you to win your campus and your generation of students for you right there, for him and his glory right there on your campus because he's looking for it. There is no plan B. You are plan A. And if you have a desire, if you think about how, anytime you think about people lost, saved, that's the Holy Spirit. That is not saved because he doesn't want you to think about anybody's yeah. uh, afterlife or their life yeah. here on this life yeah. before Jesus comes back. So let me just encourage you. Take the gifts God's given you. Use them for his glory. And God's going to add people beside you and under you to give you strength. You think you're the only one, but you're not. Yeah. There's more like you. Yeah. And what I can tell you is that J.D. is salt to the earth. So he says what he means and he means what he says. And so all of that should ring true in your heart. Well, J.D., it's been super fun to have you. Always. Glad to rub shoulders with you at the conference again this year. And uh, we'll see you around here, okay? Thank you. Thank you, sir. God bless. You the same. Well, Steve, what did you enjoy the most about talking with J.D.? You know, I mentioned this to you earlier. We're okay. just talking about 25 years of nuggets, wisdom. Yes. Just loving what he does. Mm -hmm. uh, quoting Chris Lane. In fact, my guys are quoting Chris Lane nonstop nice. from the conference. Yep. Which he, everybody will hear that story. Uh, Stuff in a couple weeks. Yeah, he gets to. JD yeah. has a get to attitude. Yeah. Every day he gets to wake up and think about students on campus. That he does. He doesn't have to. He doesn't got to. He gets to. He gets to. And the majority of that conversation was things that he gets to be a part of. That's right. It was cool. He gets to compete with Chris Lane. Which how is many fun. How many clubs they got. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. He's losing. Did he well, know that? Does he know that? Not in JD's mind, he's not. I'm sure, true. A, I'm sure there's a per capita thing going on in JD's mind and he's right with him. Well, I, d I don't even think that. I think he's just a kingdom guy yeah. and it's not really about the numbers. It's about the souls. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. But should we, can we jump into that for a minute? Please. Because some of that stuff, those, that competition, and that's not the right word for it's it. It's healthy. It's, it's fun. It's yeah, healthy absolutely. fun. Yep. Kind of like our banter. Exactly. Right? Yep. Healthy, except when it's not. Yep. Um, is... Is good because that keeps us focused, right? Mm -hmm. To say, we know, we, we say this in the traction process all, we walk our proven process. We guarantee that students will come to know Jesus if we follow our proven process. Yeah. If we find key influencers, raise some funds, hire the staff, yeah. network the church, raise, yeah. train club leadership, launch the club. Right? Proven process. On proven process. On the placement, okay? absolutely. I just said too many things. But if we can start more clubs right now, again, we've already timestamped this thing, our recording of this intro and ending, 834 clubs in 737 schools. Come on. So whatever club you're a part of, you mentioned two in Nashville, yep. they are a part of that. Um, we also track student leaders. How many student leaders have we trained? We've trained 3,849 students to lead in their club this fall. I guarantee that number's bigger. It just hasn't all been tracked or reported. Well, correct. Yeah. And we can pick on JD for that one and he'll smile and say, yes, you know, I, I don't give all my numbers in all the time. Yeah. You know, his clubs and his salvations are in there. His decisions, how many people have come to know Jesus are in there. 
But yeah, how many students he's trained, I don't have any numbers in there for him. So you are correct. There are it's, more students. It's that true are for us too. Meeting. Yeah. Right. We we're in your we're in your backyard. Mm -hmm. And it's still difficult to get those numbers because of all the different places that we train. Yep. And that's why I brought you to do today is to talk about that. Steve. Oh, great. That's awesome. <laughs> um get into another couple things. Yep. Uh, we've talked about this before. Actually, I wrote that down. September 12, season four, episode 36. We talked about church partnership. Everyone, September 12, season four, episode 36. I'm just slowing it. I'm slowing it down a I little bit. I read faster than I Dude, talk. You blew through that. <laughs> Keep going. It's there. That's good. 1,114 churches networked in first priority. Nice. Um, and again, that's not all of them. Yep. It's a number yep. we have just started to track. Yep. And so that number is growing exponentially because some of our chapters have not tracked that. What does it mean to have a participating church with first priority that they are partnered with us yeah. uh, for the gospel, for the kingdom in this movement. And so that number is continuing to grow. Um, the, the highest weekly club attendance. And again, we want the highest. So your invite weeks are coming. Yep. We're expecting some of these clubs to double in size. And we 100%. want that number right. 22,000 plus kids nice. in clubs. Nice. Again, we're focusing on both. We want to take the hope of Christ to every student. And there's a, a school with 500 kids. We want to see those 500 kids come through our club throughout the course of the year right. in order to, to do that. So we're tracking the club attendance and then the big thing, the fruit, right? Yeah. Again, timestamp. What day is it today? November something, six, eight? I believe it is November 8th. November 8th, 2,694 students have made a decision come on. to begin a relationship with Jesus. That's good news. And so these are the core numbers that we track to say, Again, not necessarily competition, yep. but if we're taking the hope of Christ to every student, that is kind of, that's a, a driving statement. That's a, hey, let's move forward. Let's make these, all these graphs go up and to the right as our board chair. Let's go up to the right. How can we continue to see these things happen? Can we network more churches to train more students, to launch more clubs and see their friends come to know Jesus? Yeah, and I see two major outcomes of what you just talked about. Number one. What you track, you think about, what you think about, you pray about, what you pray about, you care about, mm -hmm. right? So it's really easy to see that centrifugal circle continue to go around and round and round, right? Yep. If I pray about it, then I'm going to do something about it. If I do something about it, I'm going to track it. If I track it, you follow that, right? Yeah. So that's one. The other one is reality is that you're not doing this by yourself, yeah, right? And the beauty and the awkwardness of first priority is that every student and every campus coach often thinks they're the only one doing first priority mm -hmm. until they're given that moment. It's like, oh no, this is a city movement. This is a community movement. Oh no, this is a national movement, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So it's super interesting that both those majors come out of tracking in itself, right? Yeah. If you track it, there's a lot that can happen in outcomes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And ultimately we will never know the outcomes. Yeah. Because one of the things we talk about is eh, 10,000 kids come to know Jesus a year. Well, for the past 10 years, we've seen over 100,000 yeah. kids come to know Jesus. But we've also known that those kids go back to their families and influence their families. And they go back to other people not in our clubs, which is by design, by the grace of God. That's right. right? It's right. not about us. It's about yep. it's about Jesus. So we'll never know the full impact yeah. of 25 years with JD or 25 years with Chris or 10 years yeah. in Nashville. I forget how long you, because you don't yeah. stop 11 years, 11, 11 years in yep. Nashville. Yep. Um, we'll never know the full impact of what happens this side of, of eternity. It's crazy. It is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. It's humbling. It's, it's humbling. Yeah. We do get glimpses, 
Mm -hmm. You know, as we begin to land the plane today, we do get glimpses. And I think anybody out there that does it hears stories. In fact, Haley Weary is a big advocate of this, right? Haley talks about how many times he hears about student leaders Mm -hmm. that outside of the club are finding ways to share the gospel because they've been trained inside the club. Yeah. And there are students and families coming to Christ that he's he's getting calls from churches that are saying this didn't happen inside the club model. Yep. But it happened with a student leader that you trained mm-hmm. and they're leading multiple people to Christ or people and their families to Christ. Yep. So you're right. It's it's the ripple effect of the rock and the pond is is pretty huge there. It and is. we won't ever know. Yep. It's good stuff. Yep. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, if you have questions, comments, shoot us an email, Brad at fpofamerica.com or Steve at fpofamerica.com. It's me. You need me to slow down when I say FP of America. No, you did great. The, just the episode what, in, in 1980. I was 1989. Sure. Exactly. You're listening to Taylor Swift again? No, sir. Okay. Not I. I'm glad that we bring clarity to that. Not conversation. I, everybody. Not <laughs> I. Look at Tiana when you say that. <laughs> oh, man. We go downhill all the time over here. You never know when we take a different path. You never know. We're ending the show right now. Thanks, everybody. Good day. See you at the next one. Later. Later.